one of the fastest rising British male artists on a global scale. This year alone, he has accumulated nearly 20 million views, with his combined social following now surpassing 2 million. Sam Tompkins. Hello. Hey, Sam. How you doing, dude? You good? I'm good. I'm good, man. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. Sorry, I've had a really busy day. It's my um, I shot some content this morning in London, and then I uh, basically just got back because uh, my mum's getting married in a couple of weeks, and I've had a suit being made, so I've like had to go check it's all good and try it on <laughs> and that. I thought you were busy. I thought you had an early start. I seen your Instagram story earlier on. Actually, you were on the way. You were on the go pretty early this morning. You were taking photographs yeah. of, of your mate in the back of the car too. Yeah, my videographer. My I have like more photos of him asleep than I have of him awake. <laughs> Um, well listen it's really good to have you it's good to have you on Q Radio Um, genuinely we're a big fan we'll get into the music in in just a little bit Um, from busking in your hometown of Brighton I guess where it all started you've had quite the couple of years these last these last two or three years and I've heard people say and refer to you as like this overnight success because you know you had a couple of songs go viral on TikTok but that's not overnight. I mean, you've been grafting for many, many, many years to get to this point where you're at now. So for the new fans and, and the new listeners who are discovering you and your music through us security, tell us just a little bit about your story and how it began and how you've kind of got to where you are now. Yeah, so um, first of all, my name's Sam Tompkins. I'm from Brighton in the UK. And... Um, yeah, I've been making. Well, I've been I've been singing and making music since I was about sixteen. Um, I started on the streets of Brighton as a busker, and um, when I started, I couldn't play the guitar, so I like sort of taught myself the guitar and all of that. And when that came, I started like sort of teaching myself how to write songs, and they weren't very good at the start, but um, they got better over time, as um, most things do if you work hard at them, and. Um, yeah, now, now, now it's about been about ten years. I've been um, making music for about ten years now, and um, things are starting to finally happen. But naturally, as uh, as as it all goes, is like when people start seeing you, they start to think, "Oh, he's come out of nowhere." But that's only because that's how they've perceived it. But actually, the truth is, just like pretty much everyone you'll ever see in music, unless they're a total anomaly, they've been working at it for a long time before it happens. Yeah, and do you think because you had a couple of songs on, well, TikTok's obviously played a big part in that. You going viral, it's really, but there's good side, there's good points and bad points to that. It's obviously helped you get out there and really get your name and your music and, and your voice out there. But does does that annoy you when people assume you're this overnight success? Or are you thankful for the likes of TikTok for how it's helped your career? I think virality is a funny thing, isn't it? Like virality and um, the internet and social media, like, all in, I mean, they're all under the same umbrella of the internet, but you know, they're a funny thing because like you can't, um, it's hard to like, uh, it's hard to see the journey if you haven't been there from the start. Like that's just a simple case in fact. And like most people with, um, with TikTok now and Instagram now, as much as I love both of those platforms and they've helped me enormously, um, both of those things, uh, essentially, um sort of don't they don't they don't show the true the true tale of it and that's why you have to sort of sort of uh try and remind people as much as possible that you're a human being that's had life experience that's led to a certain point and i think that um i think with tiktok in particular it's one of those apps you're just scrolling yeah and you're scrolling 
and you're scrolling and then you're like, oh, this is cool. I'm going to like this. And then you scroll again. But like, it doesn't, it doesn't like make it super easy to be like, or like to like see uh, the stuff that's happened before. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You have to sort of dig through that yourself. And the way that I think our society is right now is that like a lot of people don't want to do the digging and that's fair enough. Like that's just how it is as much as it's actually very accessible to find um, in a lot of ways, it just takes that extra initiative. And I guess that's why I try and put as much as I can of my own life experience into songs Mm. so that people sort of gravitate towards me as a person rather than just like this singer on TikTok. You know what I mean? And yeah, like I, I, I would be lying if, um, it didn't sting a little when people said I'm an overnight success, but I think the, 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 the most important thing is that they're there and they've arrived and like, whether they are, uh, a, a passive listener or like a super fan or, um, anything in between, it doesn't really matter because, as long as they are enjoying the music, I don't really mind. But like if someone was to see me at a pub or at a bar or something and go, Oh mate, you're just an overnight success. I'd just be like, well, you're wrong. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it just takes a little bit of explanation and that's why I'm here. You know what I mean? That's, um, that's what I'll, I'll, I'll probably be doing for the rest of my life. And a lot of artists will be doing the same now because um, as much as it's almost like, so like social media is so well documented and people are documenting their lives so much that it's so oversaturated that it's hard to sift through it all. You mm. know what I mean? And so you can't expect everyone to just sort of just be like in straight away. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but I mean, as, as you said, I think if somebody that does find one of your tracks on TikTok or hears a song of yours on the radio and they listen and they like it, they're the people that, that are then going to you know, listen to the last EP that will listen to the album when it comes out that will come to your shows later in the year and you talk about trying to put as much of your own personal experience in the songs like those last few singles particularly have been phenomenal like Lose It All Die For Someone and Now See Me which is probably your most personal song to date safe to say isn't it? I think so I mean I've had I mean I mean, again, like if you if you backlog through my music, it's always been very autobiographical. And yeah, I've gone very deep in certain subjects. But I think this is something that I've, um, you know, I've, I've talked about uh, relatives passing away and I've talked about mates. I've talked about uh, a lot of grief in my music before. And um, but a lot of that's quite outward. That's sort of like it's talking about my, my feelings and how it makes me feel, of course. But um, it's like those things are sort of not stuff that uh, are to do with just me. You know what I mean? It's not just me and see me is like very like introspective mm. and like, you know, it's talking about something that I've really struggled with since I was about 10 years old, my body dysmorphia and um, my, my personal issues with that and like sort of coming to terms with that. And um, it only really came about from a, 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 a session with my life coach, which, um, I think sort of speaks volumes about just how deeply rooted it was and like how personal it is to me because it's, it really was like a, it was almost an assignment that I was set from my life coach. She said to write a letter to this person that had sort of perhaps been the emphasis or the catalyst for this feeling. And instead of writing a letter, I just wrote something for myself and wrote a song out of it. And like what was an assignment became something much larger i think uh and like 
and like that if, if that's any indication as to how personal it is then 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 great mm. it can't really get any much more personal than that did it um <laughs> did you did it help did you did that help you with the body dysmorphia uh yeah like i mean i think just knowing that it exists like was was one main thing and like accepting it being something that i i live with and i'm still you know i'm still like battling through it it's not something that i've just like uh, it's not just something that i've woke up one morning i'm fine again but like it's definitely helped and like m- you know people being aware of it my, my my the people my the people who like my music being aware of it and knowing that that's something that i'm like particularly um self-conscious about is like really good thing because it's like the more that people get to know me as a person, I think the more that they are going to like see themselves in, in me mm-hmm. and like, and you know, and like, and like, I don't know, connect with me more in this world that we, you know, we were just talking about it uh, like just before, like in a world where like, you know, everything is so non-personal, you have to be personal. You have to like open up and be raw and be honest because otherwise you're just, I don't know, you're just gonna, I don't know, for me at least I would wake up later on in my, in my life and be like, why didn't I, say this when i had the platform do you know what i mean because i think it's important especially for young men to feel like yeah. they can talk about talk about this in particular this specific thing because a lot of if i could tell if i could you know i won't obviously but if i could show you the amount of the amount of men that have come to me and said you know i resonate with this i feel yeah. this i can't believe i've got a song now because that's always what i i guess my music is is like i want to write music that i could have connected to as a kid that wasn't there or at least i hadn't discovered and um i want to be that artist for people that i was maybe searching for as a child no that's amazing that's so powerful especially for for young women because of course and rightly so it's very well documented the pressures that young young women have always had from beauty magazines to social media and, and everything else and sometimes i think young men particularly get get overlooked there slightly so it's a very powerful thing and you took the words out of my mouth I was about to say I'm sure you get so many messages from young men about that track and and, and of course you do and I uh, yeah absolutely and you know and it's not to like it's not to um, belittle the the female struggle of course obviously it's a totally incomparable thing you Mm -hmm. know it's like Mm -hmm. a totally different thing but I think there has to be like it gets to a point where you know it gets it gets to a point where um yeah like men men are supposed to be tough and they're supposed to be like um you know this and that and whatever the same way people women are stereotyped all the time of course and we're making leaps and bounds i think making leaps and bounds in like changing the um the uh the 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 social uh scape you know Mm -hmm. um but like i want i want to be one of those people who, who helps like men feel comfortable in their own skin. You know what I mean? I want, I want, I want to empower women. I want to empower anyone, but like, you know, see me was something that was like, it was personal to me. And I knew deep down that it was gonna, yeah, I was, I was hoping it would help anyone that wants to listen to it. But I just did deep down know, you know, I, well, or at least hope, you know, I hope that there's like a certain pocket of men that are going to really like, be able to like, you know, I don't know, I don't know, a man is going to be able to show this to their partner <laughs> and be like, look, this is why I, why I don't want to take my top off in front of you, you know, sometimes or like this, is, you know, because well, so many people, so many, I know so many dudes that just like sort of just sort I don't know, like just brush over it. And, yeah. and it's, it's not something to brush over. It's something you have to like come, 
to terms head on and combat you know and I, I hope that this is something that can be that for people yeah no amazing absolutely mission successful that was uh yeah incredible um talking about the the debut album obviously we don't know you know too much about it yet i'm not gonna uh i was gonna say i'm not gonna press you too much on about dates and stuff but have you got a obviously the tour starts at the very end of november start of december are we is the plan are we getting a like an album launch over the summer or what what are we um, thinking i think you'll find that you'll you'll see uh i reckon there'll be a title and a date mm-hmm. for the um before the the tour mm-hmm. um but the the album won't be out by then um i i like it, it, i think at some points a lot of people were expecting it to be but like my there will be lots of music out by that point yeah. for sure because we live in a time where singles come out you know and that's mm-hmm. how it goes and i quite like that i like servicing each song as much as possible because i feel like at this point with albums and stuff a lot of people don't have the don't have the uh, attention span to listen to one the whole way through and i think if you get as many singles out as possible you're telling your story as much as you as you can yeah and I would like to be thought of as an album artist that people go to and listen to the whole thing. But, you know, you, d- you just don't know. I haven't released an album before, so I don't know. So um, I'm going to get out as much music as possible beforehand. But there will be there will be an announcement at some point. I can't tell you when that will be. Of course. Um, but And I can't tell you the title and stuff. But there is a title. There's a concept. There's a whole thing. The album's very, uh, what I can say, it's, it's very personal. It's very... Um, uh, raw and I, I've I've really tried to push the boundaries with production as, as well as my songwriting and I've really tried to like utilize my vocal as much as possible and like it's the most proud I've ever been of anything that I've ever done you know and I'm, I'm like and I've been proud before I've been very <laughs> proud of myself before but this is like I'm like feeling really confident that this is like you know not just going to change my world but hopefully change others as well and, and, cha- and like and you know, I yeah, I, I honestly feel super confident about it. And I, actually, on Monday, you know, I'm gonna say this on Monday, I'm like gonna be hashing out the final tracks for this album, like once and for all. So we're like really getting into it now, which is super exciting. Yeah, obviously really amazing, yeah. super super excited times, and obviously a lot for fans to look forward to in the tour as well. Uh, tour, yeah. So very end of November, end of December. You sold out the Apollo in minutes, which is just incredible. Well, I haven't sold it. I haven't sold it out. I haven't sold it out. Did the, not the sell Apollo. it? No, 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 no. I haven't sold it out. I haven't sold it. Out. I sold out pre-sale very quickly. But oh, I haven't sold out. there we go. Uh, so we've got the Apollo, and then with a date in Dublin too. You're coming over. You're playing the Academy in Dublin. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ie. Um, I'm sure you cannot wait to to get on the road. A headline tour singing these songs like seeing those fans those new fans fans that have been with you on the whole journey seeing how much this is resonating with people it's the it's why you make music right yeah 100 percent. i love touring and um i'm really excited I, I always love playing in ireland um but like the whole concept of a tour is always super exciting because i'm like as i said like i'm a busker first like mm-hmm. i'm a performer first like that's what always came first before songwriting before everything like that and just singing and using my voice to hopefully sort of like uh, bring people's emotions to the surface is like always what I've wanted to do. And um, I will say that like, you know, I've done tours before, but like, I feel like last year when Lose It All came out, I felt like I really, something was bubbling and changing within looking at me as an artist. I thought Mm -hmm. felt like people were starting to go like, oh, this guy's, not just a singer like he really writes and he like 
and like i've been trying so hard to make this album really cohesive and special and like there's songs like lose it all now but there's also songs that are totally different and it's like a whole world that i've created and like there's going to be a lot of that stuff being played at the on the tour i'm going to be testing stuff out stuff that's you know whatever but like to put it into perspective i haven't done a tour since lose it all came out i've done one headline like one uh proper ticketed headline show um i think and like one busk since lose it all came out and like wow. the reception been crazy so like i've been like really trying to like keep it all down because i'm like I lo- last time i did a tour i'd just come back off another tour and there was only like three or four songs different in the set yeah whereas this one's gonna be like six seven changes there'll be eight there'll be like so much more music to choose from and like collating this um track list for that sorry set list for this um thing is going to be really special and like knowing that i'm going to be able to sing lose it all for the first time in front of five thousand people when we um hopefully when we sell out apollo properly um we've still got some tickets to go but like it's really yeah it's really exciting and um yeah like that's what i've always wanted to do so yeah exciting incredible good luck with the shows and we're very excited for what's to come for you this year and and with the new music and and the album and and everything else when when that eventually comes out and um i know you're going to be i know you're going to keep them very busy you're very active on social media you're very active with the single releases they're they're coming back to back and i think that's what's really helped grow your fan base so much as you're constantly given us new stuff um, and, and, and new music so it's a very exciting time to be you I'm sure it's a very exciting time to be a fan and uh, yeah we look forward to, to seeing what, what this year brings Sam Tompkins thank you so much for coming on to Q Radio it's been a pleasure it's been so insightful uh, thank you for being so open with us as well about the new track and about everything with the mental health and, and body dysmorphia really powerful messages in there and I'm sure that's resonated with even some of our listeners tonight so um, go ahead and introduce your new track for us in Q Radio Right, so my name is Sam Tompkins. You're listening to Q Radio, and they're just about to play my new song, See Me. Absolute gent. Brilliant, man. Thank you ever so much. And um, yeah, have a great day, mate. I'll, I hope to see you at the Dublin show.